Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art, a powerful volume crafted to guide individuals through the inner battles of fear and self-doubt that hinder the pursuit of creative and professional aspirations. Pressfield, best known for his best-selling works such as Gates of Fire and The Legend of Bagger Vance, provides not only an insightful examination of the obstructive forces at play, but also a strategy to overcome these artistic adversaries and achieve your dreams. The War of Art is more than just a manual. It's a source of inspiration for anyone who has encountered the stagnation of passion, signaling a clarion call for artists, entrepreneurs, and anyone who aspires to turn their vision into reality. It's for those seeking to start their own ventures, for professionals longing to excel in their field, and for creatives yearning to overcome the inertia of uncertainty. This book stands as a beacon for all who aim to conquer the pervasive resistance of fear and self-doubt in their creative endeavors. Join us in exploring the insights and strategies that have empowered countless individuals to transform their challenges into triumphs within the creative battlefield. Welcome to the War of Art. The War of Art, Break Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles. Introduction, Unveiling the Invisible Barrier, How to Defeat Resistance and Pursue Your Dreams. Imagine this, a passion project whispers to you in the quiet moments of your life, imploring you to paint a canvas, craft a story, or change the world through activism. Yet every day slips by without a step taken towards these aspirations. This invisible force halting your momentum is what we'll call resistance. A devious entity thriving on fear and self-doubt, pulling you away from your true calling. The war of art serves as your guide in the battle against this insidious adversary. It's not just about recognizing resistance's presence. It's about dismantling its power over you, pushing past the barriers it places before your creativity and potential. Through this insightful exploration, you'll grasp how to ward off this force, fulfill your deepest ambitions, and become a beacon for others caught in resistance's snare. Now, prepare yourself to discover why a seemingly disastrous setback, like a film that flops or a manuscript gathering dust, is actually a secret weapon in your journey to success. The subtle ways hierarchies you belong to may be quashing the creative spirit within you, and the astonishing tale of Oprah Winfrey's meteoric rise to host the nation's favorite morning talk show in just a few short months. Embark on this narrative to defeat the shadows of doubt and step into the light of your greatest achievements. Part 1. The Struggle Against Resistance a universal battle for creators and dreamers. Do visions of sculpting masterpieces, penning bestsellers, or revolutionizing the market dance through your mind, only to be met with a pause, a stutter in your step? That's resistance. An invisible mental blockage, sabotaging your path to achievement before you've even taken the first step. Resistance is the arch nemesis of innovation, progress, and positive change. Like a sly saboteur, it whispers cautionary tales, 
convincing you to maintain the status quo rather than daring to leap into the unknown. Desire to break into business. Resistance beckons you towards the safety of your usual nine-to-five, tempted to touch lives through charity. Resistance counsels delay, lulling you into inaction with the promise of infinite tomorrows. This is the common thread of human experience. Resistance is not picky, nor does it play favorites. It visits us all, impartial to whether our goals are self-serving or altruistically inclined. The key lies in recognizing that resistance's reach is universal and not a curse tailored just for you. Resistance's fingerprints are evident even among the greats. Picture Henry Fonda, a veteran of the stage, yet battling waves of anxiety, the quintessential embodiment of resistance, before every performance. His illustrious career did not grant immunity from the clutches of resistance. But how do we recognize resistance in its various guises? Whether it takes the form of dread, self-sabotage, or the siren song of procrastination, these are but masks of the same adversary. Defeating resistance is not about a grand once-and-for-all victory. It's an everyday commitment to redirect our focus towards our dreams, dedicate ourselves to our chosen fields, and brace ourselves for a perpetual tug-of-war with this formidable foe. Part 2. Turning Resistance into a Compass for Your True Purpose Have you ever sensed a deeper purpose whispering in your ear? A desire to craft breathtaking narratives, or to innovate with designs that could reshape living spaces? Identifying that deep-seated passion is akin to discovering your calling, a mission that feeds your soul's deepest yearnings. Imagine your existence as split between the actual and the potential, the life you live daily against the backdrop of a life brimming with unfulfilled potential. This second life is where your true aspirations dwell, often unrealized. But what stands between you and the pursuit of this dream? The usual suspects are fear and self-doubt, both classic manifestations of resistance. Say you aspire to be an acclaimed author, the specter of rejection or the dread of not meeting expectations, whether yours or others, might paralyze your pen before it grazes the page. Yet, here lies the opportunity, harnessing resistance as a force for good. Embrace the fear and self-doubt as indicators of just how much your dream matters to you. After all, apathy never triggered fear. Only the prospect of engaging in something truly important does. Glimpses of this dynamic are seen in the world of cinema. Take the renowned guests of Inside the Actor's Studio, often asked why they chose roles that intimidated them. Their response? Fear was the signal, a beacon illuminating the paths that mattered most passionately to them. They tackled roles that frightened them because that fear underscored their emotional investment. These were the challenges worthy of pursuit. Emulate this mindset. Let the tremors of fear guide you, showing you where your heart truly lies. Refuse to be dominated by fear and self-doubt. Instead, allow these feelings to steer you towards the pursuits that define your essence. After all, the dreams that scare us are the ones worth chasing. Part 3. Treating your passion like a 9-to-5 could be your secret weapon. Ask yourself, 
Are you nurturing your dream in the spare moments between life's demands, or are you pouring into it as if it's your nine to five? There's a transformative shift that happens when you approach your aspirations, not just as a side hustle, but with the dedication of a full-time commitment. Consider the discipline of Quentin Tarantino. Before directing box office hits, he worked at a video rental store, absorbing cinematic knowledge during his shifts. He channeled his free moments into directing, and even when disaster struck, a fire ruining one of his projects, he did not wallow in failure. Instead, he gleaned from that experience lessons more profound than any formal education could offer. His relentless pursuit, regardless of setbacks, is what defines a true professional. You possess more potential for professionalism in your dream pursuit than you might think. Draw parallels between your day job and your dream. You show up on time, work despite distractions, and complete tasks diligently for your job, don't you? Those same skills of consistency and focus apply equally to your dream. Remember, devotion to your dream doesn't inherently equate to constant enjoyment. Just as you power through your day job amidst the routine and the toil, your passion deserves that same tenacity. Take a leaf from the book of famed author Somerset Maugham, who, when quizzed on his writing habits, shared that he waits for inspiration to strike, a stroke of luck that seems to occur with punctuality every morning at nine. It's a witty nod to a profound truth. A professional doesn't passively await inspiration. Instead, he cultivates it through disciplined effort, day after relentless day. Part 4. Embrace your inner professional by recognizing your strengths and limits. Feeling about a fear or self-doubt shouldn't set us apart. It makes us human. These emotions are persistent foes, but instead of seeking their defeat, we must learn the art of ongoing engagement. The key to mounting a strong defense lies in a deep understanding of oneself and one's craft. Self-knowledge is paramount. It begins with recognizing your boundaries, knowing what falls within your wheelhouse and when it's time to reach out for collaboration. Embracing your limitations isn't an admission of weakness. It's the strategic assembly of a team where your vision is complemented by the mastery of others. The wisdom of Terry Gilliam highlights this principle perfectly. As a revered director and a member of Monty Python, he knows the power of collective genius. He once counseled a burgeoning Quentin Tarantino, emphasizing that a director's prowess isn't measured by a skill to do it all, but by the insight to delegate. By understanding the edges of his expertise, a director can pinpoint where others' talents can elevate the project. Equally important is the professional's acknowledgement of the need for mentorship and guidance. Tiger Woods, even at the zenith of his career, upheld the value of coaching, a sport icon, yet forever a student of his craft. As professionals, learning and evolving is a constant journey, not a destination. Observe Madonna's relentless reinvention, staying perpetually fresh and unpredictable throughout her illustrious pop career, despite her established status. This shows that learning is an integral part of professionalism, a never-ending process that fuels longevity and success. Embracing your inner professional involves a continuous pursuit of mastery, a recognition of your companions in craft, and a perpetual quest to evolve, no matter how much acclaim you've achieved. Part 5. The Disciplined Professional. Organized, patient, and resilient. 
Envision a moment where you sit down, determined to write that book you've been dreaming about. As you cultivate the discipline of consistent writing, a curious thing happens. Resistance doesn't bow out gracefully. Instead, it might amplify, testing your resolve. To weaken resistance's grip, you need to arm yourself with perseverance and meticulous organization. The hallmark of a professional is not just their skill, but their approach, organized in their methods and patient in their progress. Take John Updike as an exemplary figure, a writer who embraced a paced, methodical writing routine over hasty, frantic sprints. He didn't chase the mirage of finishing a novel in record time. Instead, he valued steady progress, keeping resistance at bay by concentrating on the journey rather than the destination. Concentrating on each step of the process, rather than being fixated on the outcome, can disarm resistance. A slow pace should not be mistaken for a lack of progress. The true essence of professionalism lies in enduring patience, striving for excellence over speed. Adversity, much like resistance, is an inevitable companion on the path to achievement. Greet it not with despondency, but as yet another puzzle to solve, another hurdle to leap. Oprah Winfrey sets the standard for facing adversity with boldness. Launching into a predominantly white, male-dominated industry, she sought to imbue her talk show with a focus on personal and emotional stories, a far cry from the norm. Oprah's tenacity paid off. In just a few months, she spearheaded the country's most-watched morning talk show, addressing topics like obesity and bullying that had often been swept under the carpet. Rather than succumbing to doubt amid skepticism, she channeled it into a fuel that propelled her to work with renewed vigor. This resilience in the face of criticism is the mark of a professional, steadfast in their commitment, unmoved by the tempest of resistance. Part 6. Summoning the Muses, Harnessing Inspirational Forces to Overcome Resistance Though the shadow of resistance looms over every creative endeavor, there exists a counterpart to this daunting adversary the positive forces that fuel our creative fires. Among the most enchanting of such forces are the muses, those mythical goddesses celebrated in the verses of Homer's The Odyssey. These divine entities dance through the realm of imagination, endowing artists with the sparks of creativity needed to conquer resistance. Even Homer, crafting the saga of Odysseus's arduous journey, sought their whispers to breathe life into his epic tale. To unlock the potential that muses bring, one must be entrenched in their craft, devoting themselves wholly to the art. It is through the unwavering dedication and relentless toil that we can invoke our muses, allowing their influence to guide our hands and dissolve the barriers of resistance. Beyond the muses, other positive forces surge from the depths of our subconscious. Plato spoke of an overwhelming madness that grips an artist a rush of unbridled creativity that consumes and directs their work. This powerful current uproots the artist from the realm of the habitual, propelling them beyond the reach of resistance. As artists and creators, we must toil earnestly, forging a path for these transformative forces to enter. It is through hard work and dedication that we open ourselves up to the serendipitous winds of inspiration, 
where muses descend and madness ensues, bringing forth our greatest works. Part 7. Professionals challenge social hierarchies to forge their own paths. In the landscapes of our lives, from the bustle of corporate corridors to the cutthroat dynamics of artistic industries, we all navigate through intricate social hierarchies. These pyramidal frameworks pervade every aspect of society, commonly resistant to disruption and slotted with predetermined roles for each individual. Often, our identities become intertwined with our places within these hierarchical structures, confining creativity within the invisible walls they erect. Take the workplace, for example, where roles are rigid and unyielding, stifling the sparks of innovative thought that stray beyond the prescribed boundaries. Enmeshed in a hierarchy, individuals often find themselves in a perpetual performance anticipating the desires of an audience, whether it's customers, peers, or superiors. Success is gauged against one's rank within this system, fueling an incessant climb upwards. Furthermore, such surroundings tempt us to see others as mere stepping stones towards our ambitions, rather than as partners in creation. Yet, professionals distinguish themselves by defying these constraints. They retain fidelity to their craft, charting a course not dictated by the expectations of a hierarchy, but by a commitment to their vision and work. Consider Steve Jobs, synonymous with innovation and whose relentless pursuit of perfection never wavered. He crafted Apple's products through his lens, unbothered by external opinions, resulting in a company that transformed consumer electronics. Similarly, German poet Rainer Maria Rilke advised a young poet to write for himself, not the critics. His insight touches on a core professional tenet. It is only by aiming to satisfy one's own rigorous standards that one can produce work of true quality and distinction. To be a professional is to challenge the social hierarchies, to make waves where others have sailed smoothly, and to hold one's craft above the expectations of others. It is in the embrace of this individualistic ethos that true innovation and excellence are born. Part 8. Finding Your Territory. Cultivating the Grounds of Your Passion. In the vast echelons of human endeavor, from crafting soul-stirring melodies to capturing the essence of life on film, everyone is drawn towards a unique vocation. This special zone of influence, effort, and creation that professionals inhabit is known as their territory. Take Arnold Schwarzenegger as an illustration. His realm, his territory, was the gym, a place where the alloy of iron and sweat forged not just a physique, but a legend. So how do we determine the whereabouts of our territory? Firstly, your territory is an environment of nourishment a space where every effort gratifies and inspires, propelling you to strive for excellence. It makes you come alive, much like the invigorating aura Schwarzenegger found within the clanks and echoes of his iron paradise. Secondly, claiming a territory is about more than mere presence. It's built on the bedrock of perseverance and unwavering commitment. Schwarzenegger didn't just visit the gym. By constantly pushing his limits there, he sculpted it into an extension of his being. Thirdly, a true territory is boundless in its potential to reward diligence. Woody Allen, master of the screen, found his territory 
not in a physical locale, but in the infinite canvas of filmmaking. Through years spent penning scripts and framing scenes, he's tapped into a wellspring of creativity, each work begetting the next, his territory forever expanding with his ambition. By tilling your territory with the seeds of hard work and passion, you can cultivate a landscape where your aspirations flourish. The ripple effect of firmly embracing one's territory can reverberate beyond personal success, triggering seismic shifts in entire industries. The pioneering journeys of Bill Gates and Steve Jobs in the computing realm reshaped the global landscape, transforming computers from daunting behemoths into accessible conduits of connectivity. Their tenacity and vision in their chosen territory ushered in a technological revolution, illustrating the transformative power of a professional's commitment to their craft. Final summary. Embarking on a creative quest, be it penning a literary piece, or steering a fledgling business venture is fraught with unseen adversaries that hinder the process of creation. The journey to fulfilling your highest goals is a test of endurance in the face of such opposition. The crux of The War of Art lies in recognizing these impediments to innovation, negative forces that cleverly masquerade as fear, procrastination, or self doubt. Identifying these forces is just the prelude. The true victory is achieved by rising above them, empowering yourself through tireless effort and unwavering dedication. Harness the inner professional within you, set foot on your territory, and let the muses of perseverance and passion guide your endeavors. Commit to a routine akin to a nine to five, embrace the sustenance of continuous learning, and defy the resistance born from hierarchical constraints. Stand ready to tackle your creative work with the discipline and strategy of a seasoned warrior, and you'll navigate through the battlefield of creation not just unscathed, but triumphant. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.